Hello, and welcome to The Other Six Podcast, where we talk about life, scripture, and what it looks like to follow Jesus, not just on Sundays, but on the other six days of the week. And welcome to the Other Six Podcast. On the podcast with me today is Jody Healy. Hello. Patrick Andrews. Merry Christmas. And my name is Preston. And today we're going to do a little bit of a Christmas episode. All right. We're a little bit behind on our regular every two-week podcast schedule just because the holidays can be crazy. Let's be honest. I'm sure you're feeling the craziness holidays too. Absolutely. We certainly are. So um, we're going to have a Christmas episode right here. And hopefully this will get you through the season of of Christmas and uh, we, we're gonna have a little bit of fun today. Mm-hmm. We're also yeah. going to talk about the gift of Jesus. That's our that's our main topic. The yep. gift of Jesus. How mm-hmm. do we receive this gift of Jesus on Christmas? So before we get to that conversation, Patrick has prepared us a little bit of a trivia yeah, to just, get us going. You know, a callback to the early days of the other six where we, we had we thirty minutes trivia. of trivia every, <laughs> every episode. This so, won't be a thirty minute. No, this is trivia. gonna be a six question Trivia based on Christmas songs. Oh, okay. Some very easy songs that I think I think they're easy questions anyway. Well, I so, am definitely not a Christmas song expert. I mean, but some of them are just like common knowledge. Like you're gonna be all right on some of them. Okay, okay. we'll see. Like, um, but first, I'm just curious. Quickly, what are your favorite Christmas songs? Okay, you asked this earlier, and that's a hard question because I, I I very much enjoy Christmas songs. And so the first song came to my mind is the Run DMC. They have a song called Christmas in Hollis. And every time I hear that, and it's various places, whether it's movies or mm-hmm. on the radio, it just brings a smile to my face. <laughs> I had no idea that was a Christmas song until about two weeks ago. Oh, really? I knew the song. I just never knew it had anything to do with Christmas. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So it just brings That's a, a smile one. to my face. I, I, I don't know if it's my favorite, but. It makes me smile. There you go. There you go. My favorite Christmas song is Blue Christmas, specifically the Elvis Presley version. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Old school. Mine is just Joy to the World. Any rendition of it, but Phil Wickham has a really cool version of it that's come out a few years ago. You know what Jody told me the other day? No. It's not a Christmas song. It is not. It's not? It's, it's not about Christmas the song? second coming, not the first coming of Jesus. Really? Well, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> well... It's always saying around Christmas time, though. It, it, it's it a is. Christmas song yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Originally, yeah. Well, when it was written, it how about wasn't that? written. So next time you listen to it. Well, it's not my favorite Christmas song anymore. <laughs> I don't like it. It's terrible. <laughs> I, did I it, just wrote it for you. <laughs> but next time you listen to it, listen to the lyrics yeah. in the through the lens of this is actually the second coming. No, that and makes sense. It'll make a lot yeah. of sense. No, so. now thinking about it, yeah. It can yeah, still totally be your sense. favorite Christmas song. Yeah. It's, I, it still, I think, applies to Christmas. There's nothing about the song that you can't apply to Christmas. Well, you can't have a coming. You can't have a second coming without the first one you know exactly right yeah. so there you go all right it's well both. i i reapply that as my favorite christmas song <laughs> all right so here let's start with this trivia we're just gonna do like i don't know maybe a hand raise or a or just into the mic i've got it like so i know okay. who we're gonna speed run it um mm. first question is such a softball it's such a softball lob you're gonna hit a home run okay easy okay. what item of clothing brought frosty the snowman to life thing I heard a ding before I saw a hand this motion. An, I'm going to say press. This is an audio it. podcast. Uh, okay, so we're going with dings. All right, going it's with dings. It's also a video podcast. It but, is. Uh, some of you are listening on audio, and I said ding. Uh, it's a hat. 
It is a hat. Yeah. Uh, specifically a top a hat. A top hat. Yes. Yeah. All right. So very good. Uh, keep score on your own. Preston has one. Okay. All right. Here's a second down, one. Jody. I believe this is another softball question. I'm listening for the dings. You know the lyrics, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. What's the actual name of that song? Oh, no. Um, I'm going to say ding with a Jody, question mark. A, a question mark ding. Is that I'll be home for Christmas? It is not I'll be home for no, Christmas. I have to think no. of the rest of the nope. I have to think of the rest of the lyrics. Um, they they never say the words of the lyric in the lyrics. They don't they say never the name say of the, the song. Lyric. Nope. You thought this was a softball. I thought this was a softball. I'm going to call it the Christmas song. It is the Christmas okay. song. Right. <laughs> I was going to say ding again, but I was like I can't. I you yeah, know, yeah, once, I once you ding, I'm I'm only going to accept a half point okay, because sure. you gave me a hint. That's true. I yeah. did give a little bit of a hint. It is called the Christmas song. Um, very generic name there. Next question. Preston's up one and Fun a half. Fact, that's actually not a Christmas song. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I was like, wait, I'm going through the lyrics, and at the end, it says, "Merry Christmas." Well, it's also so called the Christmas. It is song, called the right? Christmas song. The Christmas but, song. You know, here we go. Next one. Um, what activity inspired the song Jingle Bells? Thing. Preston. Uh, sledding. I'm not going to give you no, sledding. It's, it's not sledding. Riding on an open uh, sleigh. Sleigh ride. Right, sleigh riding. It, it is a, a horse drawn sleigh ride. Sleigh ride. Yep. Okay. Because the bells on Bob's tail, which is a horse, they they uh, they ring. All right, Jody, one point. Oh, Preston, one, one and a one half. half. All right, it's close. This one um, is looking down upon the feast of Stevens was what good king? Ding. Oh, wow. We even had a ding. Wince, yeah, sorry about that. Wenceslas. Yes, it is good King Wenceslas looking down on the Feast of Stevens. I'll give that to you. <laughs> I'll be like, uh. I, I, when I made that question, I was like, this one's unfair because I know Preston loves that song. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, that's So we're going to give him another half so he has two? <laughs> we have this next question has bonus questions that I will offer to the person in last place. So, Jody, you All might right. have a little, so bit then, of, a little bit of ground to make up. Okay. First question. How many total gifts were given in the song 12 Days of Christmas? Ding. Jody. Is it 12? It is not 12. There's uh, multiple gifts each day. Oh, it's, it's and it's compounding. 12 plus 11 uh, plus 10. And do I have well, time to do well, math? Well, uh, see, see th th that's kind of unfair. There's a lot of math. <laughs> this is a lot of math. But it, so it's like 12 plus 11 plus 10 plus 9 plus... But then it's also, they get all those gifts every day. Oh. So it's compounding. So how about so a lot? So are you going to give me time to do math? You have five seconds. Five, four. 500. 306. Let's go. I should have said this before because now I feel like I'm cheating. I was going to say closest without going over. Would you change your answers? If you said 306. I see th 306. 307. <laughs> <laughs> you said That's way off. I, I'm going to... Give it to Jody with the clause that I should have mentioned that before. It is 364 presents. Oh. So, all right. So now we're what? Two and one and a half? I have two and a half. You two and, two and a half. We'll and give, you have two? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, Jody, for a half bonus point, oh, what gift was given on the seventh day? Five, four. Um, I would say two? seven ring, One. golden rings. Nope, that's five. That's five. That's Do I five. get a chance? 
Sure, go for it. I'm yeah. guessing. I think it's Swans of Swimming. It is Swans of Swimming. Yeah. So we'll give you a half point. So I got to be honest. This is probably my least favorite song, <laughs> Christmas song. So it it's 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 kind of annoying, but it's I annoying. love the. It overstates its five, welcome. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's a long song. I love the five golden rings part, though. It always is so hype. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we've got three and two, right? Three yeah. and two. All right. Uh, this is the last question, and then we have a tiebreaker if we need okay. to. Okay. Silent Night, while being a widely popular Christmas carol, was originally composed in what country? Ding. Is it Austria? It is Austria. Wow. Huh. I did not know that. I knew it was in German originally, but I, I thought it was in Germany. Yeah. yeah. But, all right. So it's tied. So we have a tiebreaker. Okay. We'll do again closest without going over. Okay. Let's just do closest so that there's no and ones <laughs> added into this. So we'll just do the closest and we can do the math. How much money would it cost to buy all the items in the song Santa Baby? Included in these gifts that she asked for is decorations from Tiffany's, which I guess is a diamond shop. So shop. Um, a sable, which is a fur coat, a 54 convertible Buick Skylark, and a yacht. Just to name a few of the one dollar ones. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> We're not doing close without going over. Right. But is this when was Santa Baby written? Do you know that it was in the fi- it was in fifty four. So are we doing it based on fifty four monies? Or, or I'll give you I'll give you monies. where I got this number was from a Reddit user that used current prices okay. on average items of the nature. Okay. So he kind of took an average. He didn't go full blown most expensive. He didn't go cheap. He went average okay. what he found. So hmm. I'm going. I have an answer. I'll let, I'll let you think before I answer. Go for it. Okay. I'm good. My answer is $264,000. $264,000? Okay. Oh, no way. I'm going to go two twenty five. dollars Yeah. So you said how much? $264,000. And you said two fifty. Two twenty five. Two twenty five. All right. So based on this Reddit user's estimation on all these gifts, it's going to be $14 million. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. For your budget for Christmas. Whoa. So, Technically closest is well, Preston. Preston. So Preston, Preston, good job, Preston. You take the cake on well the done. Christmas well Carol's trivia Thanks. game. competition. <laughs> I uh, want to just attribute this victory to King Wenceslas. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good king. I have no idea. Uh-huh. It said so in the song. Every episode of the Other Six Podcast, we'd like to take a moment to highlight one of the missions that we support as a church here at North Liberty Church of Christ. Today, we want to talk about Hippo Valley Christian Mission. Hippo Valley Christian Mission was founded in 1956 by two families that were World War II POW survivors. While in captivity, they made a promise to God that they would live their lives for him. The Hippo Valley's purpose is to evangelize Zimbabwe by reaching the whole person for Christ, the body, the mind, and soul, through healthcare, schools, and the church. To learn more about Hippo Valley Christian Mission or any of the other missions that we support as a church, you can do so by going to northliberty.cc slash missions. So our topic today is we're going to talk about the gift of Jesus on Christmas. Everyone loves getting gifts on Christmas morning. Sometimes it's socks and underwear. Sometimes it's Buick. (laughs) (laughs) A convertible Buick Skylark. Yeah, or decorations from Tiffany's. Um, we all love getting gifts on Christmas, right? That's part of the celebration of Christmas in most cultures around the world. Um, but one thing that we want to bring a little bit of attention to with this podcast episode is the gift of Jesus on Christmas. And I've always kind of assumed the gift-giving part of Christmas is because of the wise men 
that came and that's and kind of where I've gifts to that's why I've heard that that's where the tradition comes from. Yeah, but we're also kind of taught that Jesus Himself was the gift to the world, mm-hmm. and so our goal we're just going to talk about how do we why why is He the gift to the world? What does that really mean? And I think the the real thing is how do we receive this gift? Mm-hmm. What's what's our role in getting this gift of of Jesus Christ? Um, and and we'll think both immediately at Christmas, but also we'll we'll broaden that out a little bit as well and see where that takes us in our conversation. So you're talking about Jesus being the gift, and and from the very beginning, from his birth, um, even before his birth, uh, the angel Gabriel went to Joseph and said this about Jesus and his purpose for coming. Uh, And a lot of times we read this section uh, during the, the Christmas season, and I think it's one of those things, it's easy to roll through. Mm-hmm. So let me uh, read um, what Gabriel said to, uh, to Joseph. And uh, it's Matthew 1, 21. And she will have a son, and you will give him the name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And from the very beginning, a lot of times uh, people get wrapped up into the realities of his birth as a baby. But from the very beginning, his purpose was clear, and uh, it was to to deal with a problem that all of humanity, you, me, and everybody that's listening, mm-hmm. have, and it's uh, the separation that cause is caused from our sin, mm-hmm. and uh, the fact that God loved us so much to fix a problem that mm-hmm. we created. Yeah. So let's kind of let's open this gift and and see what. What is the actual gift of, of Jesus? If we're trying to define, because the gift isn't necessarily the person of Jesus, although, you know, it is, but it's more than that. Mm-hmm. Just like what you were saying with, with Matthew 120, 121. Yep. Um, so what, what's the gift that we're getting here? I'm thinking when we've received Jesus, it's not just the gift of a baby. It's the gift of, of love mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's John three sixteen. For God yep. so loved the world that he gave that a gift, mm-hmm. right? Yep. That def- that verse reminds us that this is a gift, and it's from God, and it's to us, and it's not because we do anything. Um, it's conditional of so that whoever believes, that's our condition, mm-hmm. but it's not uh, earned through mm-hmm. anything that we do. And mm-hmm. so, for God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, so that whoever believes in him will have eternal life. Um, I'm, I'm seeing two gifts in that verse. One, it's the gift of love. It's the gift of God's love to us. It's the gift of Jesus' love to us. Mm-hmm. If we wanted to, we could unpack what that love really looks like. I don't sure. know if we have the time to mm-hmm. um, in the in this podcast, but but we let, let's take just a, at least a couple minutes and let's unpack what is what is Jesus's what is the gift of love that Jesus brings us on Christmas? Yeah, I mean, ever since you know the beginning, we when sin entered the world, we were separate from God, and um, you know and you know, before Jesus, there were these, you know, this covenant with God and these, all these different steps to, you know, atone and do these things to try to just get close to God. And there was this, you know, God sees this and he's like, there's this gift that we can give is Jesus, this opportunity for us to be with God through the coming of Jesus, but then also his death on the cross. Absolutely. Um, like the ultimate gift. And it's, and, and like you said, in John three sixteen, that is, he so, so loved the world that he did this for us and gave it to us. And not only love, but then the joy that that brings to us, that we right. can have a relationship with the father through 
Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think that that joy that comes with that is also one of the biggest gifts. If you look through the life of Jesus in the Gospels and you see all the things that Jesus did, I think it'd be really difficult to find examples of him doing things not out of the act of love. Mm-hmm. Right? Even the act of coming to earth as a human, that is a sacrifice of giving up his part of his godliness, even though we still... Jesus, as a human, is still 100% God. He still endured the, the restrictions and the limitations of being 100% human as mm-hmm. well. And even that was, was a gift of love. That's an act of love. And all of the things he did on earth were acts of love for his people. And his message was a message of love for the world. And then his death was a death of love for, um, for humans, for the Christian. Yep. And so everything that Jesus did communicated, I love you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really what that gift is. Um, it's kind of the ultimate, uh, penultimate uh, example of it's the thought that counts. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Because, like, no one wants to unwrap a death on Christmas, <laughs> right? right? Mm-hmm. But when you get a gift on Christmas, I, I, for a lot of people, you open a gift and you want that to be heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Um, practical gifts are fine. Fun gifts are good. But heartfelt gifts are the ones that you remember. Mm-hmm. And Jesus's gift of love is that's a heartfelt. That's mm-hmm. a that's a everything that love can be was Jesus. Mm-hmm. The second thing from John three sixteen as a gift that we're opening on Christmas from Jesus is not just love but it's salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus coming to Earth was the gift of or is the gift of salvation, and so um, that happens, you know, thirty three years later. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's still in the process of, of salvation, and Jesus coming to earth was a necessary part of that salvation gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, and it's the fact that he who knew no sin took sin, uh, the sinless nature of Jesus. And so because of his sinless nature, he was able to take on our sin so that we could be in a right, restored relationship with God. And so if you think about that, um, that reality, that next level love, the fact that he was willing to take something he did not deserve uh, to, to give us what we didn't deserve mm-hmm. so that we could be brought back into a loving, back to the gift of love, loving relationship with, with God is, uh, <laughs> I got to be honest, this is a bigger love than I can, can grasp. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. one of my, my prayers for, for myself and for people is that, I would grasp the depth of God's love because it's so, so amazing. It's bigger than anything we could possibly grasp. Yeah. When we, we kind of unpack this as this gift of love and this gift of salvation, um, with the other six, we, we like to try to give some practical steps on what, how, you know, go out your life throughout your life. What are some practical steps on when we receive this gift? How, how can we go about receiving that? I've got a couple of thoughts on that. And the first one for me is, you receive it with gratitude. It, it's it's a posture of acknowledging and remembering um, in the same way that you take communion every week as a form of remembering the sacrifice that Jesus gave. When it comes to Christmas time, don't forget why we're celebrating. Yeah. Like don't mm-hmm. don't stop at the presents and the tree and the lights. Sure. But but be grateful and and gratitude is I think the first when when my family and I hate this by the way, but it's like it's fine. It's what a lot of families do. When my family opens presents on Christmas morning, we do, we get in a big circle 
and then start the youngest, and the youngest person opens their gift, and then you go around youngest to oldest, op- everyone opens one gift, and then you start back over. Yeah. It, which is common for a lot of families. Sure. But when you're doing this, especially the young kids, there's, there's a moment every, between every gift, it's thank you. You, ha- mm-hmm. you have to appreciate the gift that you've been given. And, you know, the kids are going to go give grandma a hug and say, thank you, grandma, for this toy. Sure. And, you know, that's part of the gift opening experience is showing gratitude to the person who gave that gift. Mm-hmm. And we cannot miss that on a much greater and bigger level when we're unwrapping the gift of Jesus on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Let's be appreciative. Let's show gratefulness for this ultimate act of undescribable, un everything love mm-hmm. that Jesus and God has shown us on Christmas morning or throughout the entire Christmas season. Um, you guys want to add anything to receiving with gratitude? Well, I think I like, I like what you said there because the way our world is right now is, is Christmas. We have our meaning for Christmas. The world has a completely different meaning for Christmas, mm-hmm. right? So it is really easy to get wrapped up in the season alone. Like we said, we missed a couple episodes of the podcast because the holiday season is just insane. Mm -hmm. And um, it's so easy to get wrapped up in what you're doing, where you're going, where you're getting your Christmas tree, putting up the lights, doing these things and miss the opportunity to be gracious for that gift. So I just, you know, just to re, you know, hash that is like, it is a big step to sit back and pause and be grateful. And I want to pick up on that word pause. I think that's, I think that's where, being intentional about pausing in the crazy to acknowledge the gift. And I think it's hard to be, uh, show gratitude if you're always running and if you're always receiving and if, mm-hmm. if you never stop and take moments to reflect and, and think about the, the celebration, the celebration of God's gift. And so I think that's important throughout the the Christmas season, not only the Christmas season, but throughout the whole year to, to pause and think about uh, what is this gift that God has given in Jesus. Um, and, I mean, we, we try to do that with our girls. We have uh, an Advent calendar that we're going through. And I kind of created a hook. <laughs> in the Advent calendar, there's, like, Bible verses. But the hook is they have an Advent, um, like, cal- uh, candy calendar, Mm-hmm. And so we read the verse first, and then you get the Advent calendar. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But we wanted to pause in the midst of it and uh, to acknowledge, hey, this isn't all about, like, the lights. All that stuff's good. And, yeah. and I don't think anybody's going to say that's sure. bad. But it, it could drive the reason for the season versus allowing Jesus to be the center of our celebration. Yeah. And I think back on, like, how many years— Every year is like, you know, I'm going to do like a specific reading plan to read, you know, through the Christmas story. And, you know, we'll take a little bit of time each day. And then like before, you know, it's like Christmas Eve and you're like, oh, I never I never mm-hmm. actually did that. Mm-hmm. So not only to, you know, you know, create a space and an environment to pause and reflect on that, but then like to actually do it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's always, uh, you know, like, walk the walk and walk the talk, the walk and do all those things. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I don't I don't want to dominate this whole conversation, but I I brought three oh, yeah, three things that that I and and all of the things that I'm thinking of are based on my family Christmas traditions. <laughs> sure, so, hey, you're good. Um, so the first one, gratitude. You you show thanks when mm-hmm. you receive a gift. You show thanks for receiving that gift. 
The second thing for me, our family, a lot of times you open that gift and then everyone's looking at you, which this is the part that I hate, by the <laughs> yeah, way. Of my, me too. Like me too. I would rather just everyone get a gift and tear into them. Mm-hmm. That's my own personal mm-hmm. um, <laughs> my own personal thing. This is my like extended family, like parents, sure. grandparents, cousins, when everyone gets together. Uh, but the second thing you do is everyone's asking, what'd you get? What did grandma get you? What did mom get you? Mm-hmm. What did you? What did Santa bring you for Christmas? Mm-hmm. What did you get for Christmas? Um, and, and the kids specifically, they get a chance to say, this is what I got. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the second step of receiving the gift of Jesus, share that gift with others. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way that you're sharing your gift with your family on Christmas, or you, you rip open that new toy truck and you're playing with it with your other cousins and your siblings and, mm-hmm. and you're sharing the gift that you got and you're playing together. Um, but the point is you share that gift. That, I think Absolutely. that's the second step of receiving the gift is we, we receive not just for ourselves. It is for us, mm-hmm. but also to share with those around us. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's, that's step two. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you, a lot of times we talk about having a personal relationship with Jesus and it is, it is very personal, but it's also meant to be public. It's also meant to be shared. Um, I mean, the great commission calls us to go and, uh, I mean, it's not meant just for you. It's it's meant for the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to John three sixteen, right, the yeah. gift is for the world. It's mm-hmm. not just for you. And so, um, and I think that looks differently. Uh, sometimes, um, it's about what you do so, as much as it is about what you say. Um, I feel like sometimes uh, our actions speak louder than words. And so, I'm looking for opportunities to show God's love. Uh, can open doors to actually communicate God's love in, mm-hmm. a, in a verbal way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's uh, looking for opportunities. And uh, I'm so thankful for our church. They are awesome at showing God's love, yeah. exceedingly mm-hmm. generous. Yeah. And uh, But th- then that opens doors for us to, to verbally share, hey, mm-hmm. uh, why did you do that? Well, I did it because God loved me first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will pause right here because I, I just got an email a few minutes ago from – um, our our church this this year we partnered with a local foster care agency to provide gifts for families um, foster care families in the area and I just got an email they did their big event last night where they um, I'm gonna have to find this email real quick they just did an event last night where they gave those gifts to all of the families that, as we're recording this it was last night and I just got this email and it said families were blown away and brought to tears by the generosity of the families at NLCC. Mm. Um, and that is because we have people in our church that they recognize that they have received and they want to share and mm-hmm. they want to spread mm-hmm. that love of Jesus. And Absolutely. And I just thought that was an awesome little victory. Yeah, for uh, sure. We're sharing for the kingdom and, and just uh, being proud of our church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, th- and those, those seeds of love, who knows how that's going to be made manifest. Mm-hmm. But um, I think you show it before you say it. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So the third and final way for me receiving a gift on Christmas morning, you know, if I open a gift on Christmas morning, I'm going to, I'm going to say, thank you. I'm going to show everybody what I got and I'm going to shove it back in the bag and throw it in a closet and not look at it for a whole year. Right? (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that (laughs) because that's not what we receive gifts for. We receive gifts to use those gifts, to Mm -hmm. do something. We fulfill the purpose of whatever item Mm -hmm. we receive. We use the, for that thing. So step three for me, receiving the gift of Jesus, use it. Like live, live as if you have received Jesus 
as, as your savior, mm-hmm. like change the way that you live and, and make that a daily thing, not a Christmas morning right, thing, yeah. but let that drive you daily to do something different and to actually use the gift that you've been given mm-hmm. from Jesus. Yeah. And really when you receive that gift, it's, it starts a process of change, right? Like when you really accept that and you think it changes the way you think about the world, your neighbors, it changes everything. So to just, you know, take action on it. Like I said earlier with, you know, coming up with a game plan to, you know, do a Bible, you know, reading a Bible study for Christmas time. And then like, you never actually do anything with it. The same thing with this. Like if you have accepted Jesus and accepted that gift, like it's going to move you. Mm-hmm. So take that step. Yeah. For me, it means, you know, continuing to, to seek a, a further relationship with, with Jesus to grow your relationship through prayer, through worship, daily worship, mm-hmm. through, um, you know, like you said, Bible study, through fellowship, mm-hmm. finding opportunities to grow in your walk and just living the, the transformed, sanctified life of, of the Christian, of living a life like Jesus mm-hmm. because we acknowledge that we have received this gift of salvation, and so let's go live like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I say the same thing. Uh, for me, it's about greater intimacy, greater, you know, pursuing Jesus so that I know him greater. And as I know him, I'll become more like him. The closer mm-hmm. I walk with him, the more I will start to look like him. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, that's what that really means. Yeah. So, I let's before we finish. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that we draw because it is a straight line. We already mm-hmm. brought up John three sixteen. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And and I just want to make sure that we're not overlooking or accidentally missing this part. Let's draw straight, connecting the dots line sure. from Jesus's birth in a manger to Jesus's death on a cross, sure. um, because ultimately. The gift of Jesus' birth was the gift of his death on the cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if he would have been born and not died on a cross, then his life would not have had the meaning that it has for us right. today. Mm-hmm. It's his death that gave his life purpose. And it's his life that gave his, his second life <laughs> that gave his death purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I think that's important for us to, to kind of, again, pause real quick. Mm-hmm. And, and let's, let's zoom in on that for a second and, and talk about his death a little bit. I just think of a, a passage in Daniel because we were just in there in a men's Bible study is is the writing on the wall. It, and I, I, I remember the words, but I can't pronounce it correctly. Tekel, tekel, you know, mene and something else. But what that, what, that, what that writing on the wall says that we are found, we are weighed on the scales mm-hmm. and we are found wanting. Mm-hmm. And because of Jesus's death on that cross, um, it's paid in full. Mm-hmm. Like we are meant... Like we, we cannot be with God. We don't have any, any right to show that because of the sin that we have in our lives, but Jesus's death on the cross, you know, brings us to God. We go to the father through Jesus's death. Right. Yep. And then he becomes our substitute. Right. He, he literally takes on the, the punishment Mm -hmm. that we deserve. Mm -hmm. And that is uh, eternal separation and God, and Jesus was willing to take on that punishment. And because of that, we could have life eternal with God. And that's not, a lot of times we talk about eternity. We talk about life eternal with God. We think about, well, after I die here, but the reality is that relationship kicks up here. It starts here while while we're here. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jesus comes to offer new life, a new life lived for God, with God. Right. And it all, well, I was going to say it all started with, you know, Jesus in a manger, right? Yep. And it draws that line and connects to the cross and not to forget the cross in this Christmas season. Yeah. So 
really the the goal here is when we're walking through this Christmas season, what day is this episode coming out, Patrick? The 14th, I believe. The 14th. So you've got 11 days until Christmas, and that's 11 days where I want to challenge you to to take those steps of receiving the gift of Jesus this year. So pause and, and be grateful. Have gratitude. Say a prayer each night of, God, thank you for your son. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the gift of Jesus and what he means to me. So pause and be grateful. Um, share that. Use, the, use Christmas as an opportunity to share the gift that you've received with others. Live your life differently because of it. Um, invite someone to, to come to church with you uh, on, on our Christmas Eve services. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but share that gift with other people and let them know the gift that you have received. Brag about the gift that you have received and how it's, everyone else can open that gift too. It's available to everyone as well. So share that gift. And then just use it. Um, that's 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 after Christmas. That's during mm-hmm. and yeah. after and every day. But change the way you live. Be transformed. Um, dive into a deeper relationship with Jesus because of it. And use the gift that you've been given to uh, deepen your relationship, to live differently, to live holy, to um, just change who you are and live differently as a result of, of getting this gift of, of Jesus. And so... I want to challenge you to do those three things to receive the gift of Jesus this Christmas. Uh, With that, I think that we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. So thank you, Jody. Thank you, Patrick. My name is Preston. This is The Other Six Podcast. I hope you have a Merry Christmas, and we'll see you again in the new year. Uh, Right before the new year. Oh, right. Just right before. We'll see you again right after Christmas. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.